you're making fun of it. I'm not making fun of anything. I'm just calling to reality. I'm going to make fun of your LTLs then. What are LTLs? Low testosterone levels. Whoa. And that's what men suffer from. I don't and suffer from low testosterone levels. And their libido goes down. And I, it's like a man oh. period. Did you know that men have man periods? What's a man period? Hey everybody, you're listening to God Spice with Greg and Kathy. All right. So, how are you feeling from last night? I'm tired. Funny thing is, we didn't even drink. No, we didn't. We had a late dinner. We did. Uh, and I'm a little Well, late bit, for us. Very late for us. That is like midnight for me. Yeah, that was a late dinner for us because we normally eat significantly earlier. What time did we eat last night? I forget. 9.30? Yeah, that's late. It was really yeah, late. Yeah, that's late for us. And Kirthi has us on the blue light special eating time I'm on frame. the Extra Senior Citizen Lunch Express. Yeah, she's all about, let's eat dinner at 3.30, maybe 4.30 in the afternoon. It makes me feel better the yeah. next day. Well, wasn't that Chris, And going to bed. Yeah, wasn't it Chris Martin from, from uh, Coldplay that now he was introduced to eating early and he eats early and loves it? A lot of people do mm-hmm. that actually look good. Yeah, it's nice because you go to bed kind of feeling lean. You wake up feeling lean. Yeah. It's nice. So, yep. Yeah. Um, but I think for, for me, I'm like, why do I have this element of feeling hungover when I shouldn't be hungover? Because we're tired from a long week. Is that the excuse? I think so. Or it's not getting old? I don't know. Is it getting old? But as you get older, don't you need less sleep? You are always in denial. I'm in denial. What are you talking about? You're the in denial machine. That's the first machine. stage. That's the first stage, denial. Yeah. Well, the problem is we do go to bed. We try to go to bed early, but the problem is last evening we didn't go to bed till after. Well, when you eat dinner that late. 2 a.m. It's like my stomach is too full mm-hmm. to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. So it's I ended up watching really bad old comedy mm-hmm. movies. We did you. watch a pretty bad old comedy movie. It was movie. But beforehand we watched, what, X-Men Part 2? What was that called again? Something 43? Oh, yeah. Movie 43. Movie 43. We couldn't even get through it. Yeah, we couldn't even get through Don't it. Don't watch it. Yeah, it was... Unless you want to... It's pretty... It's barf. It has funny parts, but it's kind of gross. It's so it's gross. It's potty humor. It's me. Yeah. It's, it's disgusting humor. Yeah. Who who directed it? Is that like a Ferrelli movie or something? I have no or, idea. I, I don't know. I no, no idea. idea. But, yeah. It just seemed like it would be. But this idea of, like, hangovers... Mm-hmm. I feel like it was taboo if we talked about having a hangover, like, 10... Maybe 20 years ago because you didn't Was want it to, taboo? Well, because, you know, at least for, I think, a girl, mm-hmm. it's a little taboo because you don't want to sound like you were like lushing out the night mm-hmm. before and you couldn't handle that. your yeah. alcohol. And now you're the next morning, you're like dying from it. Dying and from, so it means yeah. you can't party hard oh. and work hard. Like it's a little weak. It's a sign of weakness. Yes. Yes. It's just another strike against women, I guess, you know, uh, and men, too. And well, I guess so. I, I, I totally am judging a man who's what? like, I'm hungover oh, and he can't function. Yeah. It's like, pop the Advil, drink yeah. some water, and move and if on. if you can't take an Advil like me because I'm allergic, then you just take some Excedrin. Well, it doesn't work as good as I, like an NSAID. An NSAID, yeah. Sorry. Or ibuprofen. Mm. You need the ibuprofen yes, for the real effect. A, really? Yeah. Yes. So that's why I don't have hangovers. But, I, just, I don't drink to have hangovers. But like, I feel the last like year or two, uh-huh. this idea of like, Openly talking about like, oh my God, I was so hungover and this happened and that happened and I remedied it. It's and everyone's cheersing. Like, yeah. It, it's become like. Did it start during the pandemic? Maybe. Because all of a sudden we'd be speaking with friends <gasps> during the pandemic. Outcome of and the they're pandemic. like, oh, I'm having a glass of wine. Oh, I'm doing this. I'm drinking. Even celebrities are having like their drinking parties, right? Yes. The Zoom drinking yeah. parties. 
These are the uh, after effects. The, uh, the, oh. You know, there's like many long, they call it long effects or whatever. Oh, of long COVID. COVID. Mm. Long COVID. Like the other long COVID effects are. Long boozing. Long boozing, I guess. And people now suddenly needing hangover drugs. <laughs> yes, I've been hearing about this recently and with some friends as well. One of them being yes. a doctor. We were with but a radiologist, sis- right? I, or radiology. I don't remember what she does, but she's a doctor. Mm-hmm. And we were with my sister and her mm-hmm. uh, husband. They're all doctors. Yes. And they were hangover medicating. They were. Well, if we had, thank God we weren't with them earlier in the day, because if we were drinking the way that they were drinking, I think by the time the night ended, uh, the gentleman had, I think, over 15 espresso martinis. I mean, that is a lot. That is that is espresso strong martini. like bull. Like, strong like bull. Like I, I, it was such a fun time though. I would, it was a, it was a, it was, I would it was die. A good party. I yeah. would actually die. Ugh, just, I mean, the caffeine alone in that. Too. I can't even handle three rounds lately. Well, if you think about an espresso martini, it's what you know they used to call that. You know, uh, back in the day of what the '70s when people do like heroin and cocaine. Was that a speedball with like a, I don't know exactly what it was. Like John Belushi and all those guys used to do it because the heroin would bring you down and the cocaine brought you up. Oh my god! So is espresso martini the same concept? Because it's typically, uh, you know, vodka, which is a depressant, and then the espresso kind of brings you up. So is it like this even keeled drink that just kind of keeps you I rolling? Just, I personally can't drink more than one or two of those maximum. Yeah, yeah. and to me, it's it's a definitely it's more of a. And it's uh, sweet. Well, yeah, it's a sweet. It's it's, it's a dessert. It's a dessert it's cocktail. A dessert. I wouldn't cocktail. even call it a digestif because no. it's definitely not a digestif. It's no. a dessert cocktail. Sambuca. 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 Yeah. I've, I've never actually been a fan of. That. I love I love licorice. You don't like licorice. I'm not a huge fan of licorice. Yeah. Because yeah. sambuca, ouzo, all the same. Sort you just of thing. don't like a lot of things of your people. Well, what do you mean a lot of things of my people? Your people. I enjoy lemons. No, you don't. <laughs> You what only like to not. squeeze them on a scallop, otherwise. Or seafood, that's yeah. true. Yeah. But once you're going to use you lemon and water, not. lemon and water is nice. Uh, that's something you started drinking because of me. No, I used to drink uh, water with lemon Don't, years ago. Stop making up shit I'm again. I'm not making up You were such like a bullshit artist. I'm not a bull- I was a personal trainer. I used to drink those oh, types of drinks on a regular basis. Personal training. I was a personal trainer. Yeah. It worked perfectly in between school and work and everything like that. Yeah, I used to get up. I, I, I used need, to get up at like four forty-five to go. I need documentation. I, I I will show you all the paperwork. It's probably still at my parents' place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with all the nutrition books because I used to put people on. Oh my lord! Nutrition programs. Order of shit too. That's another thing. No, I used you to put nutrition people. books. Yes, I used to put people on nutrition oh my plans. God. I used to Your measure. smile is telling me there's <laughs> a little element of bullshit in this. No, there's really no bullshit. It's because the family makes fun of me about it. Because I make. There's I want to no make BS. fun of you about it. No, we used to used to. It's BMR, right? Take a look at basal metabolic trainer. rate. So based on the person oh, yeah. body mass. I'm gonna stand there and mass. tell you how many push-ups to do. I'm a no. personal trainer. No, we used to actually design meal plans and not, train people. You're not Caroline Gervin or Gervin. Or you can't even get her name right. I don't know, but I love her and I like seeing her videos. Yeah, she does have good videos. Yeah, if anyone, uh, actually, which for those that do not have a lot of time to work out and say you don't have a gym membership and you're not going outside to run, we were introduced to Caroline. We call her Gervain, but is it Caroline Gervin? I don't we're know. We're not even quite sure. I don't sure. know. Pooja has to I, correct us. Yeah, she, she corrects us all the time and, and, and I think Padam does as well. But that's because she never says her name in the videos, but she has these videos that are anywhere from 15 minutes 
to hour long. She's like the sexy leprechaun that like gets you to work out. Yeah, and we do. It's great. You can just do these fifteen Which, minute full body way, or singular part exercises. And working quite out, good. working out mm -hmm. is like a great like way to address a hangover. It is. You just sweat it right out. Yeah. Yeah. Just Nobody ever sweat talks about pores. that as a remedy. Mm -hmm. But like going back to these hangover pills. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean. I don't know about you, but it might be because I, of my age and demographic on all the social platforms. Mm -hmm. I am targeted daily with different hangover cures. Oh, that's interesting. Do you know how big the market is? I have no idea how large that. Guess, I'm assuming it's quite big. Guess how much? Well, like, guess how how big this market well, is. What we're gonna do? So we are in a city of what eight million people. How many people do you think this morning woke up with a hangover? Oh, jeez. Well, the thing is, I don't know how many, honestly. I don't know either, because I was just going to apply that well, mathematics no, to it. I, I was going to make a calculated like more decision. More and more people are also not drinking. They like, are. They're moving like to like Katy Perry's new type fad yeah. of like the non-alcoholic, more adaptogens, like you know, natural yeah. mushrooms things in, that you can that grind and in. put into something, yeah. whatever. Like that's CBD, that's, which is interesting mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. Um, I think I want to see more like testing and science around it before mm -hmm. I turn into like something from the last of us. So meanwhile, it's kind of interesting, more testing and science. Meanwhile, a new alcohol brand can come on to, to the market and alcohol could be extremely dangerous and poisonous. Well, so where's the testing how much behind consume. each one of those products? But you didn't mm -hmm. answer my question. Because I was trying to figure out you never people, answer a question. I answer questions all the time. It's not my you fault you go off on tangents. Go, oh, you answered it with a question. No, yes, because how I was doing is that the was called hangover. That's called discovery. How I was doing is, discovery how, and a gap analysis. Okay? okay. Oh my lord. Greg, just answer the question. Give me a guess. How large do you think the hangover market is in the US? Hmm. Are we looking at it by demographic or no, just Greg, in general? Just answer the question okay. market size. Okay, sixty percent. No, that's not that's not answering the question in dollars, billions. Oh. Don't you know how to answer questions? Yeah, I know how to answer questions. Oh my god. I thought you were asking about the percentage of people potentially taking it. That would know. be market penetration. Yeah. I didn't say that. I, I said market size. Oh, I I wasn't paying attention to your actual question because sometimes when you speak, I don't always listen to every single word. Oh, well, there we go again. Gregisms. Gregisms. <laughs> God, if I listen to God, every single word you had to say, I'm going to because no. we'll never okay, get it from I would Greg. say market size. I think it's, it's, it has the potential to be a billion dollar opportunity. And right now, I think it's probably about 100 million. It's $2 billion. Wow. It is I didn't think it took off that $2 fast billion. already. And it's actually expected to reach by end of year like 2.3 I still thought it was like sort of this unkept secret that no, people didn't really know about yet. It was 2 billion in 2022 and it's going to go up to, to like nearly 2.4 billion in 2023. Wow. So now that's So it explains why we're being targeted with so many paid ads. I I guess so. Well, maybe I'm not. Maybe you are. They feel they feel my pain. I guess so. So if we take a look at that, 2 billion and it's going up. The reason why I was curious about market size because now that's either a market opportunity or it's an actual problem. <laughs> well, that's that's a good that's a really good point. I was like, and is there many, a correlation? How many people are destroying their liver on a daily basis? Mm -hmm. Thank God it regenerates. But there's a limit to its regeneration. There is a limit, yes. And and it slows down as mm -hmm. we get older. Mm -hmm. So, how many people are needing this solution that? The, the market size is in billions. But my question for you, though, is this. Like, is there parents, a correlation parents, between that my and... My parents don't drink, 
Like your parents yeah. really didn't drink. No. Even your like sisters who are like top, like I would say in that older Gen X, mm-hmm. baby boomer yeah. era, yeah. they they are not big drinkers either. Yeah, and I, either are a lot of your older cousins. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, what generation is consuming this all? Mm-hmm. I really think it's the wild generation. Remember we were reading that New York Times article? Oh, yes. Of like, there's this been huge surge of, what is it? 20, uh, 35 to 55 year olds yep. who are really indulging Gen Xers. in binge yes. drinking. They're doing drugs. Hallucinogens. They are going crazy. Smoking weed. And yeah, that yeah. makes sense maybe of where, be- and where where's be- the spending power? Yes. It is in it's that there. generation. But then also maybe that generation felt oppressed. And now that things are becoming more legalized and more normalized, that you're allowed to do things more in the public, they're like, screw it. We're at the age now where we can just do it. Maybe, and we're going to do it. But it's not good if they need regenerative like drugs to help them the next morning well, every time. I, 100%. But my question is, do you think that there's a correlation I mean, between I the increase? I kind of want to test these drugs out. Yep. So, you, <laughs> <laughs> well, what's, so, so what's interesting about that, so you have, so do you think that there's a correlation, though, between alcohol abuse and the, un, the civil unrest in the country? Just, just in general, hmm. uh, number one there. But then on the other hand, when you have different drug uses, mushrooms are used for cancer patients and other patients. Yeah, it helps yeah. for uplifting moods and things of that nature. Marijuana has been used medically for, for years Forever. as, for as, as well. For, yeah. Again, for cancer and increased appetite and everything, uh, decreased nausea, right? But I wonder if there's a, a correlation in just pure alcohol consumption and unrest, well, I have a thought on this. Mm-hmm. I think alcohol is certainly a poison that we're putting into our body. It is a poison. It's um, classified as a poison. And I think anything hurts your body mm-hmm. if you overdo it, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. But not to be a dick, but I don't think the people that are causing some of our civil unrest are investing in hangover medication. They may not be. That's why there's I unrest. I really don't see that. Mm-hmm. So maybe we need to get them to mm-hmm. purchase Alcohol can also create uh, an enhanced depression, right? So you of wake course. up the next day because it kind of brings you from a high. 100%. Then the next day there, there's a low. So these medications, there's what different kinds. There's obviously ones that are could be probably prescribed by a doctor. I think even no, the these, movie Billions. No, these are all over the counter. But then there's, like, there's then there's the so other over the counter ones that are counter. more vitamin based. But then I think a few seasons ago uh, in Billions, a show that we really don't watch, but I remember well, I she used to watch it, but then I got sick it. of just watching but, hedge fund guys but the, making money. Yeah, just making money. But his wife tried to start a business, I think, with her friend, where everyone, you know, for people that were hung over the next day, they were basically just putting, I guess, I don't know, saline solution in, into them, giving oh, them well, a little that, IV. That, that's and a was like whole, there's the IV treatments that people are oh, doing at fancy hotels. We, I, it's just making me think <laughs> about that. We know we have friends that have done that. Like, I completely that's forgot they're, about they're that. Pumping, basically. In Atlantic City. Yes. Like, but they're do, they're doing these, but anywhere, like Vegas, anywhere. like any fancy hotels, even in Manhattan. Like You go out, you party till five. Well, they, like even the Biebers, like Hilly yeah. Bieber was out with like one of the Kardashians, mm-hmm. I think, and she was like, oh, they're getting like, you know, the vitamin um, IV basically yeah. to like, you know, push away any of the demons from yeah. the night before. Eradicate the, uh, yes, yes. the hangover feeling. But, but you know, I actually. That's just so you can start drinking and gambling as soon as possible. No, oh, my God. It's just crazy. That's crazy. This like hangover business is serious, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm curious, like how many of you 
take a hangover mm-hmm. like pill or or treatment just so you can party hard all the time mm-hmm. that's a great question when was the last time you had a hangover I mean, I don't really feel hungover today. I think I just feel a little tired. Like, mm-hmm. my brain is tired. There'd be no reason because we didn't drink last night. So yeah. we wouldn't have a hangover. Um, I I have to act. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the last time I had a hangover. Because we have... I just wake up tired. My allergies normally just bother me. So I feel sometimes like I have a hangover, but it's just Yeah, allergies. and I just feel a... It's an allergic reaction. We, we've, like, cut back a lot. lack of sleep. Like, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of just because we want to watch our weight mm-hmm. and our calorie intake mm-hmm. and... We also generally don't drink. You also need time. Day. You also, like, if you think about it, if you're drinking to get drunk, it kind of can prohibit other yeah, things that you're trying to do. Yeah, we're also more, like, impede. social. Like, if yeah, we're yeah. partying with Correct. people, then we'll, like, obviously have a couple drinks or mm-hmm. whatever. But it's not about every day I wake up, I need that mimosa. It's not like that. Yeah, like, no. you know, it's, yeah. like, kind of the opposite. Well, even the other night when we were socializing... Um, I had a drink in front of me, but I was barely touching it because I was cutting one of our shorts. <laughs> That's a different reason. Yes. Your consummate procrastination of doing things that, is that wasn't amazing. Procrast- it, it was is not procrastination. It was a busy day with work, and I finally had an opportunity to actually cut a short for the next day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I need the content beforehand so I can actually schedule the yeah, post. And I gave it to you directly afterwards. So you had it before. Do you see hand. guys? Do you see what I'm dealing with, people? You still had it before the next day. <laughs> this is why I do most of our shorts. And I let you what do you? a few. Okay. They're all mm. delayed. And oh. they're not even on time. Mm. Always on time. We had a conversation about this in a pod about what is time and how is time. Oh my utilized. god. Greg? We are not talking about how time was created for you. It's and you control it. That no, is not. I can't. I, am not even I can't help that it. I've been again. gifted with the powers that be. Oh my god! It's like so. Let me give you a gift of um for those people who maybe I don't know uh, are interested in mm-hmm. natural remedies mm-hmm. for dealing with a hangover. Mm-hmm. You know, you just have to go into your regular grocery store and find that prickly pear cactus and ginseng. And you'll be set. Prickly pear and ginseng. Red ginseng. Red ginseng. You know, because we can mm. all find that. What about some vitamin B? In the grocery store. Vitamin B is like energetic. How about some vitamin B? Is no. that B12 or I forget which one it is now? No, this is very specific. Oh, I see. This is a homeopathic uh-huh. way I used to, to address I used to, uh, your I used to take hangover. ginseng pills when I was younger. Yeah. Oh, oh. Not for hangover purposes. Just like when you were a personal trainer. Actually, it was during that, yeah, during that period oh, because I needed God. the energy. Oh, my God. We are not talking about the personal training I used again. to take ginseng, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and vitamin I B. just Because it was good for energy. Because I used to be exhausted all the time, so it was good for uh, good for ener- a natural way to get energy. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. okay. Uh-huh. Well, you were bringing up before um, the Katy Perry drink. Mm-hmm. I was. I think hers is made with adaptogens or whatever. It is, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. And some, like, mushroom about essence. That's exactly what, yeah. Uh, exactly. There's also like other kind of drinks I've been seeing. It's mm-hmm. like get get a little buzz from drinking these ground up like herbs and mushrooms, mm-hmm. and you just mix it with like seltzer and mm-hmm. other powders and stuff. Yeah, I'm really shocked at how quickly this market is also growing. Yeah, it's it's growing quite vastly, and it's and if you think about it, it's not. I, I mean, actually really I would love to try yeah, some of these. I, I I would give it a shot just because it's you know we try different things, uh, different you know 
types of beverages. Like we tried toast that one day, yes. which was non-alcoholic. Well, and that one like doesn't yeah. have like a buzzy factor to it. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It's purely, it's just purely about tasting like yeah. a champagne-esque flavor. Yeah, it has like white, yeah, it has tea. But in it like, I, I think a part of why we consume the alcohol we do when we do, it's also because there is this little element of easing up our tension, mm -hmm. getting a little buzzed, mm -hmm. feeling a little bit lighthearted and mm -hmm. happy. And if there's like options that won't kill our body parts, but enhance it instead mm -hmm. and allow yeah. us to have those kind of experiences feelings yeah. and experiences, I, yeah. I'm definitely like well, we curious also love, about it. Yeah. I mean, but we do love margaritas. Margaritas are just a great summer drink and they go well with Mexican food, which we yeah. love. But How you, do we like recreate that? That's hard. Yeah, that would be hard. But you want a lot I of saw, people. I saw like a fake margarita out there. Did that you? gives you the buzz of a margarita. Really? Yeah. Huh. It must be amongst those 3,000 plus products that have launched in a span of a year. So, but the thing is, they're one. So this we'll is see why this gonna, doesn't correlate with the hangovers. No, but the thing is, we're going to see once, I guess, testing, like who knows if what's FDA approved and not FDA approved, right? Because supplements aren't necessarily always FDA approved. Oh, that's true. So we'll see what happens with that. And the thing is, those products, if you look at the pricing of those products, they're not any really any different than the cost no, of alcohol. No, they're expensive. They're expensive. So I there's mean, no but, cost but, savings. But you know, when you get like that brand with like, Katy Perry on it. I mm -hmm. mean, you know, it's like Katy Perry, you know, has created yes. this and her face is on it's it. all over it. Yes. And she's like, you know, TGIF. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kenny G comes out and starts playing sax. <laughs> TGIF. Oh, Last yeah. Friday night. Oh, little no. menage a trois. Are you singing again? I am singing. We talked Maybe about I, this. It's because I'm envisioning the menage a trois. That's why. Oh my That's from that gosh. song. That's a lyric in the I song. I am asking Don't our blame viewers me. for it's a, a lyric little in the bit song. of forgiveness yes. on that. But do you want know what people do? So when they go out and they drink, so people will go out and they'll put back whatever amount of booze that they want to put back, you know, that evening. And then the next day they'll have a hangover. And people will often um, just, instead of getting, say, tequila straight, just Blanco yeah. on the rocks, like, ooh, tequila soda, because it'll water it, it'll water it down and I won't oh. get as drunk. But carbonated water, the body absorbs the alcohol faster because of the bubbles. I guess the scientific what? theory. Why? Why is that? I think that the scientific theory behind it is when carbonation enters into the body, it enters the bloodstream faster because it pushes into the alcohol, into your stomach lining faster. Oh. So the body absorbs it Wait, quicker. So, it's worse? so you, yeah, so you get drunk faster by adding soda. And then they also, I was reading at one point that uh, mixing booze and diet is basically like a toxic remedy that's not good for the body, not good for your liver. It's worse for your liver. And then if you wait, do it, so wait, like a Jack and Diet Coke, a Jack and Diet Coke, it's better to do a Jack and Coke than a Jack and Diet Coke. Cause the Jack and Diet Coke is more toxic to the liver. And then a Jack and regular Coke. Also the artificial sugars. It's uh, it could be the aspartame or whatever that's, that's in there. Cause if you think about it, it's chemical and chemical, like coming poisons, two poisons coming together. Mm. So it's not like two negatives making a positive. <laughs> it's, you know, think about it that way. It's not like that. And then also, uh, if you, if you mix it with a regular soda, yeah. there's it, it, your body can apparently absorb it less quickly because of, I guess, the sugar content in the soda helps to, I guess, block it. So the way to avoid hangovers, number one, is either just, one, don't drink, two, do not drink that many, or do what we do, which is basically have a tequila blanco rocks this way. There's no caramel, no additives, no nothing, no sugars in there, although it turns to sugar in your body over time, yes. But just tequila blanco. That was the weight trainer in Greg. The weight trainer. On the rocks, and then in between drinks, pound down a glass of water. Hydrate. 
regular flat yeah. water, you know? You know, we're in New York City. New York City's finest, well, which you we know, love the water What I used here. to do when I was socializing in my 20s so that I can actually party uh-huh. and hang with the crowd uh-huh. because I was always predominantly a lightweight when I started mm. to consume uh, alcoholic beverages. And so what I started to do was for every drink, I would pound a glass of water in between each drink. Mm. And it really changed my ability to, one, hang, not get too trashed, and then... Three, by the time like we were leaving, it's like kind of like I wasn't leaving completely messed up. Mm-hmm. Like you see people yeah. walking out where they can't walk. And yeah, stuff. that's just unsafe. Too. That's just like not cool. Yeah, that's not one. Not cool. It's just because it's safety purposes. Right. And then number two, imagine if you were that shit faced and you went through that experience that you just recently went to went through with that guy like following you on the street. You wouldn't oh even God. have had the wherewithal to even know that's scary. that that was even happening. Like you shouldn't you don't want to do anything that's going to. Diminish yeah. your senses. The Geico caveman escapee. The Geico caveman. But you want know what's crazy about drinking too is take like the college circuit, right? And college kids are known for boozing it up. And my alma mater back in the day was known to be like a top five or top ten party school. I didn't go to the main branch because mm-hmm. I was too busy working down here. And you know my you know my story. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a chance to even drink because I was working um, and going to school like two four seven, right? But every once in a while, I used to go up to stores, Connecticut, to visit friends that were mm-hmm. that were there. And especially during it's like spring break. It wasn't spring break weekend. I forget it was the uh, one of the major weekends before finals. Spring weekend, they might have just called it. Mm-hmm. And you'd go up there, and there'd be obviously just parties all over the place. But I think it was Carriage House, which was this one area. It was off the school premise where there were all these like condos where college kids um, would live, and they used to have what was called Killakeg where everyone would line up on the streets and you'd have a team. What? Yeah. And the first team, there'd be like five, 10 people on the team. The first team to kill the keg wins. And if anyone vomited, like booted, um, while, uh, while uh, d- during this competition, your team was disqualified. But the only way that you could get back in, is if you're disqualified, was a boot and rally, where you actually, if you booted, you then had to eat your vomit and you could be back in. Ew! It's disgusting. Ew! Disgusting. That's I never participated so in any of this, but that's, yes, yeah, it, it was kill a keg. It was a competition back in the day. Oh my God, that is so disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah. Boot and rally. What is wrong with you people? Don't say you people. College kids. What is wrong with you college kids? But I don't know if they still do that or not. I don't know. That's just nasty, Greg. It's the, beyond, it's disgusting. It's atrocious. <laughs> I, I'm left speechless from the envisioning of this entire experience and Mm -hmm. you know i went to and for undergrad to rutgers Uh and you would think rutgers was a party school but we didn't have this type of disgustingness yeah i don't know i went locally because i was working in the city here so i i I did not participate really in any college um experience i was also kind of a prude in college Mm -hmm. i didn't drink um anything till like i was pretty much junior senior Hmm. And I was one of the few kids who had permission to have a car on campus because I worked. So I, I was see. I was always the escort for all of us to the clubs. So and that parties. doesn't make any sense. You were a prude, yet you were an escort. So <laughs> <laughs> how do those two? That's like how I, do those two go together? It's like a not dichotomy that there. kind of escort, Greg. Oh, well, I didn't know. You weren't defining said, the type of escort you I were. Are there I, different kinds? I escorted uh, us to the clubs. Oh, I see. And the parties. Oh. Because my car. You were the DD. Yeah, I was the designated driver. I see. I see. How 
dare you? What do you mean, how dare me? I'm like a pure good girl. Oh, I'm sure you are not. I am. What uh-huh. the F? Yes, you're Aryan race and full of purity. Oh my God, you're full of malarkey. I'm not. You're the. Your middle name is Malarkey. Listen, I don't need this energy from you. It, what my positive, my positive energy your and gorgeous energy. energy. It's not bullshit. What are you talking about? I feel like the shit from your Connecticut school party, like flying at me right now. What are you? How's it flying? Why is it (laughs) flying at you? Projectile vomiting? That's kind of gross. By the way, there's been, um, you know, like for a while, there was this kind of, I would say, lull period. A lull? A lull lull in drinking? No, no, a lull Mm. period in terms of people wanting to have babies. Uh, Especially when you think about like our Uh generation, there's Mm -hmm. like a weirdness. Like Mm -hmm. either they had like five or they had like none. Mm. And... I would say like the millennials certainly are that kind of generation where they, I think, wanted to live for themselves Mm -hmm. and not have it all dictated by a a nuclear family kind of experience. Yeah. Uh, The white picket fence. Yeah. Yeah. I think they wanted to travel the world and they wanted to, you know, selfish. um, I don't think it's selfish. I just think it's different than than us. Like, I think if we Mm. were given the opportunity access mm-hmm. uh maybe would have made different choices um but it's possible but like it's it's fine you know mm-hmm. like i think each to each his own mm-hmm. but what's interesting is suddenly a lot of people are having babies like yeah, it's coming back and it's baby coming boom. it's like become like a thing like let me let me like mm-hmm. get pregnant and show you how skinny i can be in my yoga pants through like mm-hmm. the whole pregnancy and then oh mm-hmm. my god like Look at this amazing like bedroom I built for my baby and like all baby stuff and baby, 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 baby. And like now like baby moons. Yes. And gender reveal parties. The gender reveal party that did not exist when I had a baby 15 years ago. Like, in fact, I wanted to keep the gender. But I'm just wondering because of the sensitivity of gender in this day and age, will that child then come back and sue their parents because they're not identifying as that gender and that is what has been posted online. That's a whole other episode honey. yes okay I, that's, I that's another I don't, I don't know if i even that, want to that's touch. another topic that i don't even know if i want to touch that yeah that's a three-hour episode yeah well we might need some like real experts to yes to come in and, and talk about those things. Yes. yes yes okay but i mean i just think like so interesting that having a baby i think is sort of becoming cool again mm. it was seen i think not mm-hmm. like in vogue but now it is and to the extent that I feel people our age. Well, there's almost like a. Are actually having babies they're later. Having ba- people having babies later. I don't know. Is there like sort of a, a sensuality around it? Like if Rihanna taking pictures half naked with her baby, like her I belly love Rihanna. out. Others At that are in point, bikinis taking pictures. I mean, pictures. I'm just curious. It's like, a different world. Isn't she cold sometimes? And it was like exposed <laughs> in like the wintry months. Well, the clothing now for women is much better like when they're pregnant versus like the moo-moos back oh, in the day. God. Like I, Such like, uggo moo-moos. Yeah, yeah, they just, there wasn't designer fashion yet set. But also if you think about fashion in general, fashion has become more casual, right? Yes. Um, over time where now or it's, it's like, perfectly acceptable it's like to upscale, wear casual well upscale well upscale athletic gear 
Now yeah. women are wearing athletic gear on a regular basis, like to run errands throughout the day, yeah. whether it's Lululemon and other, Alu and like all these other brands. And then Athleta. And then you also have men that are wearing Lululemon pants now to for business purposes. Yeah. They design more slacky style pants that are that are comfortable. Yep. And then there's more stretch in pants now than there ever has been, whether it's jeans, um, and yeah, other like one of our of friends, he wears like those really cool, like tailored looking trousers mm-hmm. from like Lululemon, I think. Yeah. But like they look kind of neat and chic yeah. at the same time. But even, but even designer jeans, like take a look, Paige and these other brands. Like back in the day, I grew up wearing Levi's, right? Levi's had zero stretch in them whatsoever. And they were stiff when you bought them. They eventually loosen up to your body. Yeah. But nowadays you buy jeans and the material itself I has also stretch Lee built jeans. into them. Did you ever them. wear Lee? Um, I, so... <laughs> I think my mom happened to buy me. Uh, parents bought me Lee my parents bought once, me and Lee I was like, from Sears. "Yeah, no, I didn't." And I'm like, like, "This is not cool. I need Levi's I was because like, Levi's yeah. was the cooler brand." Levi's was the cooler brand, and I, I remember my. I think my mom bought me like Lee from like Caldor one time. Yeah, we and I was like, "I'm not Sears. wearing these things." Yeah. I was like, "This little snotty kid, I'm not wearing Lee from Caldor." <laughs> yeah. I want my Levi's, and Levi's weren't even that expensive. I remember back in the day, Levi's were like thirty-five bucks a pair. You know what? They're a little bit more than Lee's. Huh? They were more than Lee's. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted Gap jeans. It was really expensive to get Gap jeans. When, when Gap I was came out, I think I had a pair of Gap jeans. The, the style on them money. was different. They were more money, but they contoured differently. They were a little more baggy. I just loved the the straight fitted cut of of a Levi jean. And they had two kinds. They had like the straight leg and then the boot cut. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then they, of course, then they had like bell bottoms. I don't, I don't even know if they made bell bottoms or not, but then there's the bell bottom cut. Um, but so those were the different cuts. Oh, another brand that wasn't necessarily popular in this metropolitan area, but was bigger when you moved out a little further west, uh, Wrangler. Wrangler oh, jeans. Oh, God, no. Yeah, yeah. those are like cowboy like cowboy jeans when you think of Wranglers. But um, I love how I start talking about babies and you randomly go into clothing wear. Well, because they go hand in hand in this day and age. You know, a ba- having a baby is fashionable and clothing is fashion. So that's your theory for why people are having babies. I think that there's, I think, well, I don't know what my theory is. It but has nothing there to is... do with the fact that as much as like people don't see the value of what's happening in our current economy, mm-hmm. it's probably one of the best kind of. All I know is Bruno was up. He had a our, baby because it was fashionable. is in like the best state it ever has yeah. been at the moment. Yes. Our what? Our economy. Yes, yes, our economy. Like the lowest unemployment yeah. rate, high GDP, yeah. manufacturing's back in the country, mm-hmm. not like relying on external um, mm-hmm. outsourcing. Yeah. So don't, don't all these things play into the affordability of a child? Uh, but the problem is right now is the affordability isn't necessarily there because there was a whole uh, article that the Times put out recently um, based upon interviews with uh Gen Z and millennials that they're moving, even Gen Xers, um, younger Gen Xers moving back into their parents' homes because they can't afford to live on their own. And so with the economy doing well, everything's much more expensive. The housing market um, has gone down. Interest rates have have gone up. So I think people have less money now, even though the economy is doing well. The general population, I think, has less potentially less money now based on what I'm reading because of the costs. That have gone up. So yeah, I think but it's right now the babies? time to have them. Why have babies? Because people want babies. Because they want Why have, why do you have a baby? I don't know. Legacy? I, love. No, that's not that's not a reason to have a baby. Why not? Some people that's the reason. Pass Legacy? On. Yeah. Legacy. 
Legacy is a big piece. You know what? If you're a Rockefeller or a J.P. Morgan, I a get Yates. it. You know, you're a Walden family, whatever. Uh -huh. Like, we have no legacy. I've, what are you talking about? We have legacy. What's that look for? Huh? I have no comment. No comment about what? Why aren't you commenting? We don't have legacy. I've got legacy. What are we going to leave them? Debt? Well, that's what kids are for. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they cost we, money. We and so they have to be served debt later on in life. It's good well, for them. Well, we certainly, um, it's funny that we're, we're actually talking about this because mm -hmm. it was actually a year ago at this time. Yes, exactly this time. We had a very constructive conversation yes. about the idea of having children. Yes. At this point. About a union in our lives that would yield an offspring. Yeah. That and, would and remember we, we contain did, both of our genes. What did we do to to make a decision about our ability to have a baby? We did what every single business person would do when making trying to make a calculated decision. We made a T chart. Yeah. If anyone knows me personally, it doesn't matter if I'm like trying to organize a dinner party or vacation or a new job or something in the anything workplace. in life. What to have for dinner? Let's T chart it. I T chart everything. It's like uh -huh. the best thing ever. So what's a T chart? Does everyone know what a T chart is? I don't think everyone knows because it's typically so, explained a little differently. So what a is a T chart? A T chart essentially is you take whatever thing you're trying to assess mm -hmm. and you list out the pros and cons mm -hmm. and it should be personal mm -hmm. to you mm -hmm. to the situation and it's truly meant to help you then make a decision yes. it's an informed decision it is yes it so we did we did a pro and con we did do pros and cons for on old this. farts like us yes having another child when mm -hmm. we already have a child from each of our marriages that's that is true yes and a lot of people have like actually brought up like, yeah. oh, my God, when are you guys going to get married? Oh, my gosh. When are you going to have a baby? You both should have a baby. Oh, my, oh my God. Yeah. Like a half baby, hero, baby, baby. half Indian baby. Yes. Oh, my gosh. The baby would be so gorgeous. It would be and, so talented. I mean, or it could turn out to look like, oh, yeah. no, Ugo. Yeah, could, you could have two positives that like, right. bam, Two dominant, yeah. one recessive. Yeah, like, right? Those gene That's issues. when my genes would have to come in and like do some nuclear like reconstruction and make it perfect. Um, yeah, your genes apparently couldn't properly produce before. What are you talking thank about? Thank God what? you ended up properly with one. Produce. No, no, you had like gene wars. It's not me. Come on uh, now. <laughs> gene wars? There were gene wars. Gene wars. <laughs> that sounds like the band Gwar. Actually, you ever hear that band Gwar? No. They, get, they, they dress up in all these like monster-esque costumes. So when you said gene wars, it's just like, hey, oh. it's Gwar. Okay. Yeah, they're still around actually. Never heard of them, but you mm. always seem to know, uh, have random facts about bands, uh, yes. most the average yeah, individual. Yeah. All sorts of bands. Yes, yes. Yeah. yes. But yeah. so we did a T chart. Mm -hmm. We did. Of which we both contributed mm -hmm. to. And I will just um, say that Greg's input were a lot of bullshit, as usual. It wasn't bullshit. It was. It was Gregisms. No, they weren't Gregisms. But we allowed them on the they chart. They were reality. It was just reality. It's. It, you know, when you do a T-chart, you have to lay out all the potential obstacles. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So 
Um, my my pros for, mm-hmm. for wanting to explore the idea of having yes. a child together. Yes. Is this like it's space like, this exploration? Is like, this explore is like so, the idea. This is like so exciting. Hunting for a new star. The, this pro is amazing. Okay, which one but is this like one? But like a truly like a hybrid contribution to society. Oh. Like who doesn't hmm. want like, you know, a interracial baby to enter the kind of mm. society and community yes. and add to the mixing pot of the U.S. market. Absolutely. So, yeah, I was like, yes, hybrid contribution. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what what your contribution was for pros? For pros? Um, I do not remember my contribution. What was my contribution? I thought that was my contribution. No, it was legacy. Oh, okay. Legacy, exactly. See, I already said it. I didn't. I was trying to figure out why you're asking me something that I already said. Legacy. Yeah. Legacy is a thing. And do we have any other pros? <laughs> I think that was it. Were those the only two pros that we were able to come up with? <laughs> a blended <laughs> child that uh, would be able to contribute to society and have both sets of our genes and have it's our a hybrid. or a hybrid. Yeah. Well, it's blending of things <laughs> that create this hybrid. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like a science experiment. <laughs> <laughs> what will it look like? <laughs> what color will it be? But then, will it be positive or will it I be mean, destructive? We we had a few cons. We uh, I think there was more than a few cons. I think the cons <laughs> list went on for like pages and pages and pages and pages and pages, and we had two pros. No. So that definitely helped us make uh, to make a decision. So, so we now you know where our decision landed. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, yeah. It was it was. But I yeah. will say, like one of the things that, like I think burdened my mindset personally mm-hmm. in terms of trying to explore this mm-hmm. is it costs at minimum a million dollars to raise a child mm-hmm. in just a, a very kind of standard middle class upbringing yep kids are expensive and right out of the gate too it's that's it's just insane mm-hmm. and and that doesn't even include the impact that would have on travel Mm -hmm. and because of our work schedule like we would need nanny care to Mm -hmm. help and you know how do we manage schedules between Mm -hmm. three kids who are very disparate in ages Mm -hmm. and we need a bigger place to live well so i remember uh when i first had a child when i had even family members from other uh areas of the country like telling us oh just wait till you have to send them to college and these are people that had already had children that were older that sent their kids to college. And I was thinking about college tuition, and then I was thinking about the costs right out of the gate that we assumed here in NYC. One, because even thinking about preschool wasn't free at the time. You had to pay for preschool. There was no such thing as preschool unless right. you paid for it, right? And then also trying to go back to work. And these were, you know, some of the people that were mentioning this to me, you know, maybe there was someone that was at home or maybe sent their kid off to daycare. And here in the city, you kind of really almost needed a nanny because the, the daycare situation just we didn't find anything. It's complicated. So it was complicated. And then all the other costs, I was like, wait a minute, I'm paying more than what college tuition would have been back when these people were paying college tuitions right out of the gate. I was like, I used to tell people, you had 18 years to prepare for this. This is like right out of, literally right out of the gate yeah. of, of what we were what we were spending. So yeah, kids are, and then buying everything that's needed for your child. It's, it's, it's very it, it, expensive. It, it's extremely expensive. But Greg had like really random additions to this cons list, which I still don't understand. What, what do you not understand? Those were perfect cons and really kind of the right. So let's see. What were some of them? What? Less drugs, less parties. We don't do drugs. Yeah, we don't okay. do drugs. Uh, less sluts. 
Who are these sluts? I don't know. Like, when we have parties, you got to have sluts at parties. Oh, right? Um, but what are some of the other cons? Less travel. Less travel. No spontaneity. Oh, that's right. No spontaneity anymore. It, like, yeah. it really changed the whole scenario. Less time. Less time. Well, less sex. That's true. Potentially less sex. Sorry, yeah. we're really not trying yeah. to, like, so, we're really well, trying to not totally, you know, push yeah. away the, the notion of having a child. Yes. It's just... For us, at this juncture, and we already have kids. I didn't want to get up. So. You know, it's sleeping through the night is not necessarily an easy, like, task anyway. Maybe at our Well, age I don't and, even sleep well anyway. Yeah, and so in a, just having to get up multiple times during the night every three really hours. Sleeping. But we've already gone through it. Yeah. And we're I older. Know, but we do sound so Yeah, and then the thought process of, okay, wait, if we have a child now, we're going to be sending a child to college in... Basically, for me, well, in like our 70s. Question? What was the best question my GYN asked us? Which one was that? Do we want to be sending a child to She's college like, when you're 70? How old will you be yeah. in 18 or 19 years? Oh, yeah, absolutely. She's like, you're going to be that old when that kid is going to college. Mm -hmm. And you're going to still have to help it. Oh, yeah. So we did the math. Yeah, we did the math. We did the P chart. And in 18 years, I kind of would rather have like a vacation home somewhere. Yeah, retired. <laughs> retired, doing something. Retired. Yeah, yeah. Not necessarily having to take care Maybe of a like, child. Maybe like, you know, podcasting yeah. from a beach for you guys. Yeah. Maybe if I was like Paul McCartney or who else was it that has kids now in their Well, 80s? no, wait, hold on. I want to talk about this. Yeah. You don't see headlines of old women Mm -hmm. having children unless they really struggled and tried hard to have it mm -hmm. like laura linney is she's someone like just 10 years ago she finally at 49 years old back then mm -hmm. had a baby mm -hmm. but she was struggling to have one for a sure. long time and it's yeah. like pretty miraculous she finally had one mm -hmm. i understand that mm -hmm. but like when you're like 75 years old mm -hmm. and up yeah and all these male celebrities, yep. they're knocking out babies with these young wives. Mm -hmm. They're not going to be alive to see them. Yeah, no, they're not. No. Like Al Pacino, Al right? Pacino Was he one? Just had one. Yeah. And then isn't Robert De Niro known for having? I think Robert De Niro Richard had one Gere. later. Richard Gere had one. Yes, at an old age. Huh. And I guess like the uh, the moral of the story is if you're a billionaire or uh -huh. a million gazillionaire, yes. you can afford to have children at an old age because mm -hmm. one, you can leave the money. Two, you'll have like accessible care. All That's these the things. big piece right there. Is is the but are you really going to be a parent? Like that Probably was the other not, thing. No. Like we actually like to parent. Mm -hmm. We actually like to spend time with our mm -hmm. kids. And if we had one now, like. There's just so much busyness with work and yep. our, our like UGC life and other things that we're doing mm -hmm. that it would be like, uh, I don't want someone else taking care of the child. But, but if you think about it, child. some of the people you mentioned potentially even having children at a younger age were potentially weren't around as often anyway. Like take a take a musician, right, who, who might have might been a, might have been on tour the entire time their child yeah. was growing up. Right. Yeah. So it's not necessarily new new to them by mm -hmm. having a child and not necessarily not necessarily being there. Also, you may not hear of older women, I'm just putting this out there, potentially not having children at an older age just because of menopause could be one. Maybe they didn't actually 
freeze their eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if they did, maybe it could be a surrogate right. uh, that, that they that they utilize as, as, as well. So maybe, maybe that's also part of the reason. Or women are just smart and they don't want to deal with the pain of going through the there's, pregnancy because the didn't woman want to say carries that. the child. I was so there's that piece too. I didn't I didn't you know being a man I didn't want to say that because I, I that is not something that a man has to worry about. Yeah, and something more personal to a woman. But that could be imagine being in your 60s carrying a baby. That would probably be extremely no. uncomfortable. Sorry to you women who want to do that. Mm-hmm. Go you. Mm-hmm. Hell no. It could also be. I'm not a doctor, but it could. I wonder if it's more dangerous too. For of course, it's more you know, dangerous. So, it can't be like you don't have the same uterus. Yeah, as, you as you're when did. you were 25. Yeah. When you were 65. Why did they get swapped out? Is it no. like a cassette deck? Yeah. You just swap them out when they're old and they don't work anymore, and you put <laughs> a brand you have new one in. Unless reconstructive uterus surgery. Oh, is there? Is that? Is that a thing? It's a thing. Really? Yeah, you can also get your um, vagina reconstructively. Really? Surgery. Yeah. Are you serious? I'm serious. There's li- there's lifts for everything. Women could get new vaginas. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. <laughs> You're like. So when a woman's seventy, it's like, hey, bam, put in a brand new one, and the dude's like. Now you're getting pregnant. <laughs> well, I didn't say like the fallopian tube and everything else works, but you know, the ovaries have to be functioning. Yeah, well, they have to be functioning. Yeah. Yes. There have to be some functioning <laughs> eggs in there. Yes. But I didn't realize that. That well, I guess there's with cosmetic surgery, you can pretty much do anything. But I didn't realize are women doing this? Is this a thing that women are doing? It's not a common thing. Mm. It's it's a thing though. I see. And I might be making it up, but I don't know. Oh. Oh, now who's the one that's full of shit? I might be making it up. It's a, <laughs> one, one breath. It's a common thing. I might be making it up. <laughs> I mean, you know, when I'm creative, I can get creative. I guess so. Really? So what, what are you creating next? Hmm. <laughs> Where's your creative mind taking us to? Well, we're definitely going to have Mexican later. Yeah, that we discussed. Yeah, that's on the uh, like uh, that. That's on like, the itinerary for that this is, evening. That is a requirement. Yeah, yeah for some, some good Mexican. We didn't have very good Mexican last time. Mexicans have been bad lately. Yeah, we, we've... And why is Mexican food so overpriced, guys? It's always overpriced. Maybe, is it because it all has to be... Good Mexican has to be fresh, right? And of freshly course. made. So that could be a reason, because it's fresh produce. It's yeah. not... You can't really freeze it. It's what can you really freeze? The price of produce has gone up. price of produce has gone up. Yeah, just reading a little meme one day, and it was someone talking about that they felt that they got stronger all of a sudden because they've never been able to carry home $200 worth of groceries, and now it's easily done. <laughs> 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 but everything, even the Starbucks. So we rarely order, actually not even order, we rarely get Starbucks coffee. We do not do five bucks drinks yeah, every we day. Don't, no, five, five, what five dollars? I used to call it five bucks. We ordered tall. two tall. coffees today. We went to Starbucks and picked them up. Two coffees was $18, $18. Think we, One, we wouldn't have bought it, but we had Brewer gifted like a little Starbucks gift card, so... But that's just, that's egregious. But it was so good. It was good. It was my quite caramel good. macchiato made me happy. Oh, isn't that nice? Where did I get the uh, my, my oat tweet. milk espresso shaken drink? You had your brown like. sugar oat yeah. shaken. And I'm not one that puts sugar in any of my coffee because I don't like it. So I, I only have them put like a couple pumps in there. It just mellows it out a little All bit. All right, weight trainer. Okay, that's right. All right. Put those hairy underarms away. Hairy? My arms aren't hairy. My underarms? I keep them trimmed. <laughs> I, I groom. Yeah, thank God you manscape. Yeah. Well, you know me. I'm like I'm the type of person that unfortunately like my body runs hot, so I'm always. You do run hot. I do run hot. Greg, not only do you run hot, mm-hmm. but apparently you're gonna have to deal with me running hot. 
Well, you are as hot. No, 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 not like that, honey. That's very sweet. Oh. But I'm at that age where it's perimenopausal. Like a periwinkle? No, do you know what perimenopausal is? Like, you listen to Steve Perry songs and dream about menopause? No. (laughs) (laughs) So there's this new thing that I've been reading about. And actually, there was also like a report that came out in like Harvard Business Review, as well as like New York Times and all these Uh different places, that the idea of like what women go through when they hit menopause and Mm -hmm. how it impacts us at a very young age, actually, not realizing it, but it impacts us in our personal and professional lives. Just like I was saying, Steve Perry, original vocalist from Journey. (laughs) Here I am, open arms. Oh, I know what song you're singing. And did your hands just block my entire camera? It might have. I don't know. Gregory. Curdy. Okay. Yeah. You so, just, you just, he just blocked the camera on me, guys. Yes. Actually, I don't know if C. Perry was the original vocalist of Journey. Um, I'm trying to remember now. He was the, the, the big one. Oh, wait. What, you, when you sang that, I was like trying to think. Mm-hmm. Whenever you I'm trying to remember if there was someone before him. I don't remember now. Here I am with open arms. Yeah, Perry Menopausal. Okay, that's how the song that's, goes. Yeah. Not whatever you sang. I can't help it that I sing quite well and like I bang things out like that. It's fine details. Who cares about the fine details? <laughs> it's like hell? we're talking broad strokes of strategy here. <laughs> we talked about this like before. It's like a, you got to let the minions do what they do best, which is hammering out the details. Well, so here's the thing. Perimenopausal. I think this is like a, a news alert for men mm. out there. Mm. I think we, you guys need to be cognizant of what we go through. Because mm. some of what we go through yes. is like we also get the hot flashes, as you know. Oh, but nice, apparently nice. these hot flashes last forever and ever. Mm. So you know how you like turn into a sweat bat in bed sometimes? Like oh. if we both start doing that in bed, we're going to need to like get a different type of They bed. shouldn't call it perimenopausal. They should just call you like, this moment in time geriatric it's probably true yeah i can't even argue with that it's like yeah perry jerry i mean but like Hmm. it's it's really kind of crazy how this affects us Mm -hmm. because it also affects i think this is actually a really important topic okay i'm not joking about it i know i'm not either i I mean you are but i'm not how how am i joking you're making fun of it i'm not making fun of anything i'm just calling to reality i'm gonna make fun of your ltls then what are ltls low testosterone levels whoa and that's what men suffer from and their libido goes down and it's like a man period did you know that men have man periods what's a man period a man having a period i what, we bleed out our butt? No, you have low testosterone <laughs> level. <laughs> I don't have low testosterone. T- I don't take anything to increase my no, testosterone it happens level. naturally. Well, to some men, maybe. So for it's a, this is a news alert for my female friends out there. When your man is suddenly like not like digging you for like a day or two, and he seems mm. a little bit blue, and he's like moody, oh. probably has LTL. LTL. It's a true thing. I've People can Google this. LTL. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm thinking like triglycerides or something like <laughs> L, like LDL, like cholesterol. No, honey. It's low testosterone I levels. Know. I think you're making this up. The, you, just I know like, it exists for men, which is why like, they have the little like, blue pill and no, things like no, that nature. No, the but, little blue pill is just for schlongs that don't have any pickup. Oh, schlong, but wouldn't that be from LTL? I mean, that's just like, no, no. That's like. No testosterone level. Oh, I see. That's NTL. Mm. Oh, N- oh, NTL. Yeah. NTL, NTL, LTL. But what are LTL all these acronyms? Like your moods. 
You totally sound like you're from the financial services industry where everything's an acronym. Uh, I am. Oh, well, I guess that makes sense then. And you are too. I know. So? So what the hell? It's full of acronyms. <laughs> it's like, what did that person say? <laughs> oh my goodness. No, but really, this yes. idea of perimenopausal is important mm-hmm. because we can't ever talk about it in the workplace. Yes. We can't say... I'm feeling actual anxiety and anger and mood swings. Mm. And it's it's got a lot of mood swings embedded in the experience of going through it before you even hit menopause. So it's like very much about like hormone imbalances, mm-hmm. lack of good sleep. It could be erratic periods that like, mm-hmm. and, and you know, when I have an er- like inconsistent period schedule, yes. it's very like debilitating, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's hard because you can't plan. It can't plan. You're like, I want to wear that outfit. All of a sudden your hormones outfit. are all over the place. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I yeah. want to wear that outfit, but I look like a pear today. Yeah, I yeah. look like a pear instead oh, of an pear. hourglass. Oh, like <laughs> I see <laughs> a pear. That's interesting. Okay. I mean, look, there are a lot of different shapes women have. I, I like the way you brought in, and women can't talk about this in in the workforce. So are you basically saying that women who are perimenopausal should be allowed to walk into a conference room full of people and be like this? <laughs> I'm perimenopausal, therefore I can have this way to every single one of you. Is that what you're saying? Um. No, and we don't act like that. Well, I don't. I might be a bitch. Maybe, 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 maybe you need to have self-reflection. I think you you should carry around mirrors at all times. Maybe because even when I'm just a little bit bossy, Mm -hmm. like a male would be, I'm automatically a bitch. Bossy, but now I'll be extra bitchy. There's a difference between being bossy and being an utter bitch. Those are two distinct personality traits. Do not commingle those by any means. I like when women, they always have this like excuse. Oh, when I'm being uh, assertive and bossy, I'm just a bitch because I'm a woman. No, that is true. But then when guys you do it, what are guys I, called? When guys know. do it, we're, we're called dicks. No, you guys are just like boss still. Oh. It's like acceptable well, when you guys are assholes. They should just call us the Don. Yeah, because we're Dons. That's what it really should be. What? Yeah. Be, oh, he's being a Don. Speaking of Don. Like a, like a mob Don. We should watch a Bollywood movie, Don. Because oh. you're like doing a Shah Rukh catch up. Oh yeah, we're catching up on the Shah Rukh. We gotta books. get, we gotta get when Kieran comes back from her, all her busyness. Yes. Well, because uh, she's yeah. got us watching all the Shah Rukh. She does, yeah, yeah. It's funny how both kids really—they love the dancing and they love, yeah, yeah, the movies. Yeah. Well, no, I think yours used to. She, I think, ebbs and flows in her interest level. Yeah, that's because she's not like the biggest movie fan, and Bollywood movies are like three hours. She doesn't in like any movies. Yeah, she's not really a huge movie. It doesn't person. matter if it's English speaking or not. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that that's irrelevant. Although she's like learning like Canada terms mm-hmm. and like asking. Yeah, she's picking and up using it the language. Yeah, and utilizing it. Yep. But Bollywood movies are long though. It's there. Uh, it's hard to me. sit down and watch a full so Bollywood movie. So are Ridley movie Scott and movies, and so are not all, no Ridley Scott movie might be Quentin like two Tarantino hours. Quentin Tarantino movies, and yeah, but that's why so Quentin Tarantino sometimes will do them in. I'm gonna two, keep going on and no, on and two, on and on. They're are, all and I'm those sorry. Are two hour Mission movies. Impossible did two not need movies. to be three hours yeah, the other day. Uh, there's no reason why Mission nor Impossible needs the, to be three nor hours. Nor the second Top Gun. Like Maverick was three hours. Quentin Tarantino That's why he breaks them up into pieces. You know, mm-hmm. yes, I thought so. But that's still a Bollywood movie pretty much sits at the three hour mark, three, three no, hour plus mark. Two and a half. To no, three. no, they're like three. 
No, no, they're not all three. Yes, but a good chunk of them are three hours. I don't agree so. with you. But then a lot of movies that are three hours long, they're just too long You're anyway. going to be punished. I'm going to make you watch an Indian movie tonight. Oh, is that punishment? Are you going to be like dancing for me? No, because we both Go get lazy. One. We get lazy you know about what? reading the English subtitles. You know what? Go through a linga on right now and start dancing for me, will you? Oh. Yeah. Oh. That's right. Anyway, back to this very important topic of perimenopausal. Mm -hmm. Yes. You, so you need to empathize with my outburst is where I'm going with Oh, this. I see. How do we know you, if it's a perimenopausal outburst or just a outburst? What's, how do, how, as a man, how do we understand the difference? This way we know when to yell at you mm -hmm. and have a rebuttal and maybe back off. Well, it'll come um, associated with random food hunger cravings. Oh. Mm -hmm. It'll also have associated with it this pear shapedness that oh. I like um, started to uh, assess as pear an attribute. Shape. Yes, okay. yes. The body goes from like a very sexy hourglass to suddenly just there's a lot happening down a there. A lot happening. Hmm. And then there's okay. like it's also stricken with really bad headaches. Uh huh. Very bad headaches. Oh. Uh, and lack of sleep. I see. So you need huh. to keep a log of yes. all of my behaviors okay. and tendencies. And we'll try to essentially spot at what times during the month this will happen. And then those will be the times I'm with the girlfriends. What? Shut up. And then I come back once you're all healed from those experiences. You're such a ass. It's like the exorcist. It's like you don't hang out in the exorcist room. What? No. You gotta like go in there, do your like little blessing thing. Then you gotta leave. Then you gotta come back, do it again, and then like. You that's... and your hands. Keep those hands behind your mic. Behind the mic. They're behind the mic. Know your space. I I'm in a tremendous space right now. I can't help it that I tend to be verbose with physicality of hand. It's like an Italian. Like yo, I'm like a don. See, I'm a don. Hey, hey, you do that thing. You take care of that thing for me. Got that thing? Where's the envelope? I told you, take care of that thing. And bring back the envelope. Yeah, that's right. Are you done? Done doing what? Being you. Why would I ever stop being me? Gregisms. Gregisms. Okay, peri geriatricisms. Don't make fun of perimenopausal. I'm not making fun of peri anything. I will have an entire group of women come after you. Oh, really? But we might like that. We're having a party. If you'd all like to come, uh, as many of you would like to come, uh, you have to. There, we'll probably have to like screen some out just for certain, you know, reasons. And so, you're gonna bring. So, when is this gonna happen? When are you gonna get this whole collection of? Where, basically, we're gonna dub this whole collection of women that Kirthi um, is putting together as Gregory's harem. Oh my lord! Yes. You already have that. It's gonna be like an opium den, and like you know, women all you around dancing. You have quite dancing. the imagination. Quite the imagination, Greg. You know, it's I'm a creative being. I that's, see that. That's how I roll. I see that. You know, life is all about being creative and exciting and looking to the bright side versus thinking negatively. Well, that's why. Um, and just going back to like one of our other episodes where we talk about managing expectations. Mm -hmm. I am managing your expectations in terms of what I may be going into in my next phase as a woman mm -hmm. so that you can like deal with my outbursts. Uh, what we might need to do is just, you know, we should speak with your family and see what prescription drugs that we can get you during these phases. Okay, we can yes. do that. Yeah, yeah. 
I Maybe mean, I'll try can, that hangover. We can, we can get Maybe you the on, same things in the hangover. We'll get you over. on a battery of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even take anything I know. on a daily basis. But I'm saying for when you, no, I'm, this is what I'm saying. For when this starts to happen, mm. we can get you a battery of drugs. Mm-hmm. This way you're like, you're even keeled. And like you, during this phase, you're not this explosive, boisterous, exorcistic, periatric, menopausal sort of thing. (laughs) It's during this phase, you just become a Stepford wife. Oh my goodness. Gregory, whatever you like. Uh, I'm here to cook, clean, take care of the house, and I will massage your feet and other parts of your body when I'm done. You are terrible. Did I start your shirts enough? I can go back and do them again if you're not happy with the way that I did them the first time. That's that's what's going to happen. That is not going to happen. Well, at least one thing I will say is based upon what we were watching last night at that horrible movie is that a pediatric menopausal woman is probably better than that eye babe. The what? The eye babe. Remember? The it was so in the movie last night during one of the skits. They sold these lifelike uh, women that were MP3 players. And oh, the eye babe. The eye babe. And then what they did is it's a naked woman uh, that's a life size, anatomically correct, naked woman that's a MP3 player. But what they did is because it overheats, they decided to put the fan in place of the vagina. But the problem is, men were having sexual relations with this eye babe and their penises and fingers were getting cut off because of the fan. Is that what happened? Did I fall asleep during this? You might've been falling asleep during this. It was pretty ridiculous. We turned it off pretty much right after that. Oh my goodness. That is insanity. And that sounds idiotic. Yes. It's beyond idiotic. Yeah. Well, thank you for that idiotic input, honey. You're you're quite welcome. You're so helpful in sharing these type of amazing stories. (sighs) You know, it's, I all I'm what I'm I'm sharing stories that I've collected uh, from over because you're a like lifetime of brilliance. Uh, well, are we are we talking about my soul? Are we talking about my time on on Earth at this moment in time? I have no idea what we're talking about anymore. I'm not even quite sure because you're full of malarkey all the time. No, that would be you, and I already yeah. stated that. So, yes. fact is owned by the person who. Have you come down off it. that trip yet? By the way, is that why you're all like ooh aloof and all that stuff right now? I'm aloof. You're always aloof. I don't think that's what you just make things me. up, and I don't think anyone would ever describe me like that. Oh, uh, we may have to take a poll on that. Just because you won a keyword game recently does not give you like the clout to uh, sit there I, and call names what do you mean? of other people. Because I went on a regular basis. I was offering no, lessons no, you've to only everyone. Won two. I oh, interesting. I was I'm offering score. I was offering lessons yesterday. I even offered to give everyone the friends and family rate. Uh, I was charging two thousand dollars. Um, for a 15-minute learning session on how to play keyword. Friends and family rate. Could have been six grand, but I give you guys the friends and family rate. Maybe if you guys took advantage of it, one of you would have won today. But you didn't. So I won by a long shot. A you're, long shot. You're, I was almost embarrassed I, I by even, those numbers that came in today. From they were everyone. really bad. Yeah. I was really embarrassed for the Indian race. Yeah. I, believe me. Like, me and my sisters were a little I was, I was. Yeah, you guys, it's like... Like, what happened to Indian people being smart? It's, I mean, that's been long gone. I mean, I think we're turning American. Oh, really? Uh oh. <laughs> Remember that song back in the, uh, I forget the name of the band now, but I think I'm turning Japanese. I think I'm turning Japanese. Uh, I really think so. That was a big 80s song. That is a very uh, 
today, unfortunately, I think it's not a socially acceptable song. It, yeah, um, it's yeah, cultural appropriation of, of sorts. I like, forget what the other words were in the song, but that was a. But we can't say anything anymore without it being cultural yeah. appropriation. Who was it that I was just reading about? I think just this morning. Uh, oh, I think it's Jennifer Aniston that is trying to get like remove the whole. She's trying to cancel cancel culture. This whole movement. But then when we speak with friends and even comedians recently, they're saying cancel culture is not even a thing anymore, it sounds like. No. People are just over it. It's just noise. It's just, it's, can we just be? Yeah. And can we stop like. Like Paul McCartney? Yeah. Let it be. Yes. Let it be. Yes. <laughs> Let it be. That song apparently came to uh, uh, him in his, uh, in his dreams. Uh, hmm. Apparently, I think it was after his mom died. Apparently, I think she came to him in his dream and then he woke up and wrote let it be oh, that's so pretty yeah story behind that one yeah. that's beautiful that's beautiful right so let it be let it be just let it be